What's up, everyone? Today on Open Mat Podcast, the one, the only, engineer by day, crossfitter enthusiast, athlete, addict, Maya. Yeah, you should be. You should be. Assume, but I'm not a lot of people can even do a push-up, their own weight. <laughs> I asked my wife once. She can't even do like one. So one and a half. Like she goes up and she falls. So that's considered like one and a half. But I wanted to ask you, CrossFit. When did you start and what possessed you to start CrossFit? Okay, so it starts from, um, I did gymnastics for 10 years. I did competitive gymnastics and towards the Mm -hmm. end, I always had a big passion for bodybuilding. Uh, My coach used to joke with me and tell me, uh, Maya, I would rather be your (laughs) bodybuilding coach than your gymnastics coach. And I found that funny and I got interested into the bodybuilding world. Um, I know a lot yeah. of people go into gyms and are extremely intimidated. Uh, I That was never the case for me. Uh, I always mm-hmm. felt at home in gyms. Uh, I, felt, I felt I was like in my comfort zone. Uh, so yeah, so I did, I did weightlifting for a very long time, uh, 10 years. And then a mm-hmm. good friend of mine uh, opened up a CrossFit gym, like a hybrid gym and CrossFit gym. And he's like, come try it mm-hmm. out. Come try this thing that's called CrossFit. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I'm a bodybuilder. Like, I could do that. Like, obviously, my first <laughs> class, I was like, damn. I was like, this is hard. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I really like this. Um, so it, it's because it, it also groups back all these things I mentioned. There's a mm-hmm. lot of like gymnastics and Olympic weightlifting or powerlifting. Uh, components and then there's obviously the cardio component that I despise but I still do uh so yeah that's what CrossFit is about and what brought me to CrossFit so it's Mm -hmm. I think it's mainly my background and my interests that are reflected in CrossFit and And if you don't mind me asking like how many times do you train a day or how many times sorry you train a week actually um, wow. I train between five and six times a week. Uh, <laughs> that interest, yeah, that that interest for me came in and went for the past eleven years. Like it's eleven years I'm doing CrossFit. Um, for sure, that it was not always six times a week all the time. Like I'm also thirty six and also had my life's. Mm-hmm. Um, goals outside of of crossfit and you know sometimes there's priorities that take over and it's not five times or six times a week because uh, you have other obligations and that takes a bit more of your time but um i see crossfit as a passion and that when you're passionate about something well you stick to it and sometimes it's not always mm-hmm. high it's sometimes there'll be the low moments and you push through it. Yeah, for sure. I can I can agree on that. Like even when I do, let's say jujitsu, I came to an understanding where jujitsu is not my life. Jujitsu is like part of my life. So no matter what, we're gonna have like things outside of CrossFit or any sport that we do that you know it's gonna impact our day to day. Like in my for you to say five six uh, times a week to train, that's like amazing. That's like beyond like what I can do right now. Right for my lifestyle, I can only do two times a week, and in the future, I hope I can do three times a week. And like you said, as we get older, you know, maybe we're still active, maybe not as flexible as we used to be. But I do, that's being said, 
I just saw you do like a backflip not too long ago for your birthday, right? You just turned 36 and you just did a backflip. So I don't think you're slowing down. <laughs> yeah, well, I did. I've been, I've, yeah, I've been wanting to do the backflip again for like, a few years now and I was like always really scared and I was like damn okay and now that let's say on the top of it, we're like we're getting older and all this stuff but we're still training what was or are the many or the worst injuries that you had while doing CrossFit or like uh, strength tra- training um I was I was very lucky I never had any injuries that uh involved mm-hmm me to stop completely so i'm fortunate for that um but (laughs) um sometimes i'm hard-headed and i'll continue doing things even if they're not really good i shouldn't be doing them anymore so i mean like i've had elbow injuries because i think that i should be snatching more than i should be so i just go on and put a lot of weight on the bar and continue get until i get it right or i get the lift um not the smartest thing but we're human, we make mistakes. So, I mean, that happens sometimes. Um, and sometimes it's the silliest things, you know, doing a workout, low, low load on the bar and just not thinking of moving your body properly and like mm-hmm. tweak my back. So that's happened. Um, but I- I'm fortunate enough to not have anything that caused me to stop uh, any of the sports I've, I've ever Oh, for done. sure. I've, I've actually noticed that uh, was a couple of days ago, you, you were doing an exercise. I found this hilarious, but it, I understand why you were doing exercise, but you had like an, a recycling bin with a plastic bag on top. And I already knew what that was for in case you like faint or throw. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. That's intense. I already know what that's for. Like, you don't have to go, you don't have to describe it. I, I already knew what it was for, but that's like, I can understand. We, sometimes we push ourselves to the max. So, like even myself, I just had a training session last night. Uh, I came back from a one and a half week of, uh, I pulled like a, a little nerve on my shoulder. I couldn't, the size of a quarter, but like it just was pinching. I couldn't uh, properly move. So I'm like, yeah, I took like a week off, but yeah, it, it happens sometimes. But do you have any, like, let's say while doing CrossFit and strength training, do you have any, let's say, recommendations when you do get hurt or what what do you do like if you do get hurt what's your go-to do you take like ice baths or do you just like stretch or do you i'm curious at your high level and you lifting so much weight yeah yeah i'm a big yeah i'm a big fan of um i'm a fan of uh let's say osteo or physio like any form of massage and then like Mm -hmm. i do i do enjoy a good hot bath yeah um i still don't do the cold baths yet i know very trend right now <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. It's very in, very in. Uh, I still have to try it. I'm not against it. I think it's cool. Um, mm-hmm. I just haven't tried it, but yeah, I stick to let's say osteo, uh, physio, and um, mm-hmm. any like massage type of therapy that will like loosen up. Yeah, I big fan of hot bath. Like last night, I'm going the shower right away because I'm sweating. Hot bath right away. Then I go to sleep like a baby, but this whole cold bath thing uh yeah it is a trend people are talking about it but i have done it like cold showers and the whole like in the tub kind of thing it really stops your breathing if you don't breathe properly but if i can describe it as soon as you get out and you're like frozen it is the best feeling in the world you feel like all your muscles are like breathing opening up 
So I think it's something I, I want to continue this year. I actually want to put a, an ice bath outside my house, like in a regular plastic bucket and just like dive in because it just feels awesome. I know, but it's, not, it's like the worst feeling in the world. But it, like if you can take that pain for like two minutes, like the benefits are so amazing afterwards, especially like for someone like you. I just, it's, I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying it's like a recommendation there because I felt like as we get older, it's like our heal time is so much longer than we were like 20. I find like it takes me like two to three weeks to heal now versus like two to three days, like 10 years ago. So it's like, does, do you have those same symptoms where it's like this one, you pinch anything, like, why am I still hurting after three weeks? Do you, do you still get those? Like that you find it takes longer now to heal? Yeah, absolutely. Like my elbow injury, like is still here present and it's a year, but I like I could still go through movements and it doesn't hurt. Uh, some things will hurt. So then it's like, I don't know, it's like it's a year later and it's still here. But mm -hmm. I know it sounds maybe yeah. a bit odd, but I try not to talk about it, try not to think about it. And like sometimes because uh, mm. I'm not constantly saying like, oh, I'm injured, I'm injured, I'm injured. Then like I feel that I I'm like, okay, like I could, I could do this and I could move past it and I try mm -hmm. to do let's say my little exercises that will like reinforce the muscles around my injury and and and, and move forward but I I don't want to stop because let's say something is hurting like if I really don't feel good that day I just don't push as much in the gym um <laughs> yeah yeah, I said I totally agree with you. I, I know exactly that feeling. And yeah, exactly. You know, you train with twenty-year-olds. You're like, damn, like I want to be like them, but like you have to kind of in our hearts. In our like, hearts, yeah, we are. I'm not twenty-two I, I kind of agree with. Oh, actually, I, don't, I don't. I actually I fully agree with what you said before. It's yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, we're, like we're not as young as we used to be, and it takes a long time to heal. But for me, when I'm, when I started jujitsu, uh, I had an old back injury. And I was always thinking about it while I was doing boxing and jujitsu. I'm like, I'm going to hurt my back. I'm and then I just stopped thinking about it. I wasn't in pain. I, was, I just stopped thinking about it. Till this day, it's almost two years. I don't even think about my lower back. And like my wife still worries about me and my lower back. I'm like, that's old news. Like worry about my shoulders when I roll my shoulders or I come with scratches on my face. You should like, be worrying about that, not like my back. So I think we, it's like what you said, we have to like not live in fear. Like just push through that pain and just be a, like a better judge for ourselves you know i was hurt last week so i missed a whole week even though i wasn't 100 i could have still f sparred i'm like nah, i'm gonna re-injure myself because i know if i don't if i miss one week i'd rather miss one week than one month or maybe two months because i'm just being a stupid jackass if i don't mind me saying but that's what it is it's just that we get too hyped up like i can do it but yeah it's, it's a piss off but yeah, it's something yeah, to think about we yeah, have to be yeah. smarter as we get older right so yeah yeah exactly exactly and then you have the drive of the other kids and you're like i could do that too and like you yeah. want to go like head yeah those head young head kids head. man okay, like for me for, Maya, yeah like for me because it's sparring with these young kids that. and they're just brand new <laughs> man they, they, they go yeah. crazy on me and they have super crazy energy and it's so hard to calm them down but yeah that's something to think about and i want to ask you while you you lift such heavy weights uh, I can get hurt in sparring, but you can also get hurt either dropping. Have you ever dropped a weight on yourself, on your foot? Like, have you ever made like a, a crazy mistake? Like, what was the most serious one you ever had? Like, like oh, a close yeah. call kind of thing? Or you have a list? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I have. Um, yeah, I have a few, actually. I have a few. The list could go on, like, 
when I used to, uh, like, I've loaded, like, the leg press back in the day when I do bodybuilding, like, not pay attention, just drop the weight completely on my toe, and I'd be like, I'm good, I'm continuing, I'm leg pressing, going home, my foot swells up, can't walk, I'm like, damn, um, I've, I've, I've snatched, and in competition, snatched, and the bar completely comes crashing down on me, like, it falls behind my neck, like, I'm lucky it fell more on my shoulder than it did on my neck, but it's it's part of the game. Like these things can happen. Um, obviously, you don't want to get hurt, but you could get hurt doing a lot yeah, of things sure. in life. You cross the street and get hurt, you know. So it's like I don't. I try not to think about it. I try not to think about those uh, those times that it happened, I'm hmm. clean too, like load 185. I'm like, I could do this. I could do this clean, but like my shoulders completely collapse onto my knees. The bar comes crashing down, like super dangerous. Like you could really hurt your wrists, your, your elbows, but like it's happened, but I, I, I move on. And, um, gymnastics taught me that, uh, at a young age, actually, like when you'd fall off the beam, like your coach would be like, yep, yeah, like, are you okay? You're good. Okay, get back on and redo it. Because you don't want to like end on that bad note. So um, it's me. Mm-hmm. I find it, as long as you're okay, like it's all mental after that. Like, I mean, because you have to understand that it could happen and it will happen if you want to advance. Yeah, it's a possibility. It's just, I've, I've seen like so um, many videos, like people strain chain, CrossFit, like, like the most common one I think of right now is when people bench and uh either sweaty palms or whatever and it just like slips off their thumb and it goes straight to their shoulder or their neck i'm like holy if that's enough weight like someone could seriously seriously like almost like paralyze themselves if no one thinks oh, of yeah. like you know you're a f- two foot f- two feet from your neck and you're 400 pounds yeah you can die almost like it's 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 scary stuff to think about too so you like two weeks ago um benching and i mm. re-rack it completely and it comes out of the rack yeah, it just happened like two weeks ago. So you bench and you re-rack it and it bounced out of the rack. And like the spotter was didn't think, oh shit, like was stepped back. So they're like, okay. And then had to come forward and check. And I mean, you don't expect someone to f- like the, you know, the bar sure. to bounce I even remember when I was, when I was younger and I was doing more strength training, uh, the most embarrassing <laughs> moment was there was like probably two people in the gym and I was one of them. I was benching really heavy. I felt good but my rest sets weren't timed properly. I think it was going every 30, 40 seconds fast and heavy. And I pushed, I'm like, it's great. I went down, I didn't go back up. So the bar was just on my chest, no one's behind me. And it's hard to kind of talk to people, like how help, I need help and the bar's on me. I think it was like about two minutes till somebody finally came to give me that, that pull. But like, it taught me that yeah, you can be strong, but you have to be smart too. Like you can't do like heavy sets so fast. You have to like time yourself differently. And it's like, but it was a great experience though. It taught me like how to breathe properly too. Cause I was just like, Ugh. good times, good times. Uh, <laughs> now you're, you call your, you, you are like an athlete. Basically you're an athlete. You do this five, six times a week. For me, you're an athlete. You do competitions as well. And how many competitions do you do like in a year about yes, off the top correct. of your head? Uh, 10 competitions you say it's like nothing um yeah yeah exactly like why not like people would be like you again yeah exactly people like you again this one again yeah but 
it makes me happy. Like, and I, I enjoy uh, the competition environments. So I enjoy <laughs> doing them. Um, eight, maybe nine. This year I will do <laughs> ten. Maybe I'll do eight or seven. There you go. <laughs> That's a load off. Yeah, exactly. But uh, uh, your, the competitions year. are they mostly uh, are they done in Montreal or is it a little bit further out <laughs> in uh, in Canada or? Okay. Uh, they're mainly done in Montreal. Uh, okay. I was looking maybe to do one in Ontario this year. Okay. I'll see. Um, but yeah, oh, that's cool though. It's good. It's good that you so have uh, them in Montreal, because like uh, jujitsu. I don't know if you heard. It was just legalized in uh, Quebec, not too long ago. So competitions hopefully come by next year. I don't know because let's say for me right now, if I want to do my first competition, which I will be doing later in the year, uh, the closest one is Ottawa, for now. So uh, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of a bummer. But uh, I don't think I'm going to go to Toronto to okay. go for a first-time okay. competition. I know for me, it's like it's six hours, six hours. I love jujitsu, but it's like I'm already playing the worst condition in my mind. Like I go there, I lose first round, and I come back home. <laughs> it's like what, what a great trip. But uh, yeah, it's it's good that you got you have competitions, Montreal. But now you sound like my brother. Yeah, my brother. My brother does jujitsu, and he's like, "Don't come to my first competition." He lives in Toronto. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he's like, "Don't come That's to my amazing. competition. I'm gonna suck. I'm not good." And he ended up winning, so I'm, I don't believe it. I'm gonna do it. Like, I think you could go to Toronto. You want? Know <laughs> you want know motivates? Go to thank, uh, yeah, I so, am gonna do it. Yeah. And thank you. And you know what you motivates should, me you when you the young guys say, "I have that uh, old dad strength." There you go. I'm like you damn right, right I do. <laughs> old man power. You don't me- you don't mess with that. It's real. I thought it was a joke all these years, tw- <laughs> ten years ago, until I became a older man because 38 is so old compared to the the 20 year olds now but uh yeah i'm having a blast the young guys i'm giving them a hard time so that's good news that's motivating but yeah this year's the year i said i'm gonna do at least two uh later in the end of the year in ottawa so i'm gonna do it whatever happens i don't care i'm gonna go have fun whatever nothing to think about i I don't want to overthink it it's just i'm not here to be the world champion of canada or the world i'm just (laughs) I'm just a dad trying to prove to myself I can yeah, do something exactly. still. So that's the main goal. Exactly. But there has to be like, do you take certain supplements like outside like that help you heal or like do you, or do you take protein shakes? Do you take like a BCAAs or anything like that? Like what do you take to help with your, your regime of uh, CrossFit? Um, I do take protein shakes. Mm, nice. Uh, yeah, I yeah. am. An ambassador for revolution so i do uh i do do take supplements yeah i do take supplements so uh bcaas uh, i do mm-hmm. I, I love my protein shake at the end of a workout uh um yeah so that's like my go-to uh those go-to? two are my my like i said my go-to two products so uh, a good uh, protein shake two scoops oh yeah <laughs> vanilla frozen bananas and strawberries rub yeah. it up and yeah i love that <laughs> it's like i like seeing the word diet because diet for me is like a fashion word like with diet wrong because a little bit backstory for me i used to be a vegan vegetarian and now i'm on this carnivore whatever you want to call it diet i've been all over the place so i'm always curious what's your i'll say your I wanted to say, what's your preferred vegan, uh, so type of meals for I, like, let's yeah, say recovery or your go-to meals you 
kind of thing? What do you enjoy eating, basically? Okay, so that's a very good question. Then, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I did the opposite of you. I was a carnivore for a very long time, and about four mm-hmm. years ago, decided to become vegan. So, um, yeah, I think uh, yeah. moderation in moderation is the best way to look at it. I am not against any of the two methods. All, all I feel is that since mm-hmm. I've been vegan, I feel better when I train. So that for me is a cue um, that maybe it works for me. I'm not saying it's going to work forever. I do see that there could be issues, but until I feel fine, um, I I kind of stick to what makes me feel better. Uh, So yeah, I I am 100% Mm -hmm. (laughs) plant-based and no dairy for me. Uh, so oh, there's something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I find there's nothing wrong with that, really. Uh, like <laughs> even when I was vegan, vegetarian, and now carnivore, yeah, I never ever attacked anyone on like you should be drinking this, you should be taking that. Why are you eating? Or are you killing these animals? Oh, now I am killing them. Or I think my my idea is whenever we go vegetarian and vegan or carnivore, my belief is when we decide to make this choice of being healthier we start eliminating certain things and we moderate stuff so like we might stop drinking soda or less caffeine people stop smoking people stop having processed foods so i find when people do that i find yeah you're gonna feel a lot better so whichever way you want to go like vegan vegetarian uh, carnivore I always tell people like you have to be your own doctor. Nobody knows your health better than you. Like if you eat certain foods and you feel like garbage, well, guess what? You know that, not the doctor. So I think like whichever way it goes, like even you're vegan, I'm carnivore. Doesn't mean we're gonna hate each other. It's not like a, like a war on food kind of thing. Like I'm all for it. Like if it makes it, if it helps you, go for it. I've been there. It did make me feel better. Just that I'll be honest on my, on my son. I love meat now. I missed it so long so i just went back to it and i feel good now because i'm still keeping uh that that discipline of uh not eating junk food uh, i lowered all my coffee I, I i eat what i know is good and not what's fast and available and processed like that's what i think most people should do like just educate yourself a little bit more and not just eat whatever is available because i find we're killing ourselves we really are coach now what age you find is appropriate for anyone to start can anyone start or should they start at a, it's better to start at a younger age or not really at all like what um i'm a firm believer that there's no real there's no age to start something um there's yeah there's a lot of let's say uh 20 to 28 year olds in the gym but the ones doing the classes everyday people are there as well um and they come do their one hour session and they're Honestly, that's what makes uh, CrossFit great. I really think it's the mm-hmm. average everyday person that comes in to train for that one hour and then goes back to their job and their kids and their family. And it's great. And I think that's what's, yeah. for me personally, I'm inspired by those people and not yeah. necessarily <laughs> the athletes. Um, the athletes. Like yeah and <laughs> so I think let's say to give an example really like cool the way you train i'll be honest it's 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 great it's fantastic it is inspiring like to train five or six times a week you have to really be disciplined and go but even let's say someone like 
the average dad or mom who don't train at all, I believe if they can make just one effort a week to make one hour for one time a week, they're going to change your life forever. Like one hour versus zero is 10 times better than anything at all. And I want to actually did a Google search. I want to share it with you <laughs> on the amount of people in the world, just to tell you that these stats and what do you believe? And this guy yeah, kind of scares you in a way. So in the world today, we're about 8 billion people. Okay. And the stats people say is like, if you train, you're about two to 5% people in the world that train. So out of 8 billion people, 400 million people train. So that's 5% of the people in the world. Or in other words, for every 100 people, only five people train. So five people out of 100. When you hear that, does that not kind of scare you? Like where the world is going kind of thing? Like, do you feel like you want to help people more without being too pushy? Or do you, do you have like certain fears for like people who don't train like family members or, or who, or someone, you know, personally friends, like you want to help them. Like, does, does this scare you? This kind of information? Uh, it makes me sad actually. Cause I, I, there's so much joy that comes out of me training. It makes me feel so much better. And I think that people could feel that by training. I think that uh, training uh, creates uh, a lot of, mm -hmm. like releases a lot of joy into you and makes you want to be a better person. And I think that people that don't train don't, um, like they don't, mm -hmm. like, I don't know the scientific part behind it, but I know that I feel it. So I like, I feel that like they, like in order to be happy, I think they would be so much happier by training just a small amount of time and giving them the possibility to to uh, experience experience what the benefits of training gives you as a person. So it really makes me sad, and I I I I, I want to encourage people to do it, and especially women that I think are intimidated to go into gyms and uh, feel like. Um, that they, they're going to be too, uh, too fit and they don't want to be seen as too muscular. I think, you see, for me, I was brought up mm -hmm. uh, where muscles on a girl is beautiful. So I think that that for me never made me feel like, oh, my mom never told mm -hmm. me, like, don't train too much because you're going to be too, too bulky or too muscular. I didn't grow up that way. I had a mom that, that was mm -hmm. very pro uh, a girl with muscles is beautiful. So for me, when I see muscles on a girl, I'm like, wow, cool. Um, I don't see that as a bad thing. And and maybe maybe a lot of women, and actually it's not maybe, I, I am fairly certain, feel <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to train a little bit. I'm going to become like, yeah. Hulk. like, no, like it takes, it takes years and years and years of you training to like seeing muscles and it being so defined and yeah, going back to your question, I just find it's really sad. And I, I want like, that's like, for me, that's the most important thing yeah. is to make people get into gyms. And no matter who you are, like, I, I don't like, that's why when you mm -hmm. said, like, I'm intimidated by you, I never want to intimidate someone. Like, that's not my goal. My goal is not to intimidate It's for someone to look at me and be like, I want to be like you. And like, it I, is. No, no. My, my intimidation is all joke though. I, uh, it's actually, 
the more I speak with you now, it's like, I wish I'm going to, it's my goal now to bring my wife to meet you because you're going to be her coach and you're going to help her train. She has to do, she has to do something. Cause the thing is yeah, she follows, she used to follow yeah, fall, fall, and now the new gym that you're at. And she's like, I'm like, I'm like, Amanda, why are you following them? If you don't even go to the gym, she's like, Oh, maybe I can do it. So I'm like, sign up. And that's where it stops. So I know I'm going to eventually come to the gym and do CrossFit because I want to try it out. I really want to try it out, but I want my wife to be there too. Cause I want her to do, cause I know the impact of training, what it can do for you. And I find CrossFit and jujitsu, they're almost the same in this sense. See with CrossFit, you're in a group of people that want to motivate you to help you the same way in jujitsu for a bunch of people. Yeah. We're sparring this and that, but we're just there to motivate each other. And in both worlds, you're generating friendships, they motivate you, and you're getting stronger all at the same time. So I want my wife to feel what I feel when I go to jiu-jitsu. I used to be terrified of jiu-jitsu because I thought I was old my back, but now I'm not even scared. Whoever, whatever age they are, I'm going to probably kick their ass most of the time, depending if I'm getting tired or not. But I feel so happy going. And even though now I'm a little bit sore from last night, and you must feel this too. Like you get sore. Yeah, you know you're sore, but you're so satisfied what you did because you pushed through it. And like, I have so many friends now from jujitsu. Like I can't even imagine like That's how reassured, like how, how amazing this feels. And even to say what you said before, like you find it sad. I, I personally do find it sad too because what got me started in just being active uh, is... Uh, when I got hurt my back, uh, true story, I told my wife, uh, I blew my back, I, I was crying, I was in pain. I'm like, what kind of father will I be to my future son? That's when I told her. When she, and at that time, she was pregnant. So when we found out uh, weeks later that she was pregnant, that triggered me. I'm like, okay, here's what's going to go. I can't be this burden to my son in my 30s, in my 40s, or my 50s. And even the way you train, is like you're investing in yourself. You're making yourself stronger. You're motivating people. You're inspiring people. And people who, who do move, we're not going to have problems at 30, 40, 50. Yeah, we'll get soreness. But I want to have, let's say, pain or like when I'm unhealthy is when I'm 80 or 90 or closer to 100 years old, not when I'm 40 because that's ridiculous. I don't want my son to see me like, Oh, my dad can't play with me because he's out of shape kind of thing. Or, you know, it's, that makes, that's what I find sad. So when you said sad, I'm like, it's a hundred percent sad. It, it can impact your life so drastically. It's like, I'm happy you said that though. <laughs> I wanted to end yeah, on a note I now. Totally so if people in Montreal want to find you as a coach and you help them motivate you, motivate them and get into shape, where could they find you? Um, yeah, I'm at Alpha Athletica. It's uh, it's, it's a CrossFit gym on uh, Deschandeaux, so eight eight three seven Deschandeaux, uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's in Saint Leonard. Uh, we're like east pretty side. close to Anjou, so the east end of Montreal. Uh, in the classes that I give, <laughs> I focus mainly on yeah, east side, east side. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been an east side girl. Um, so. A, <laughs> I uh, yeah I give gymnastics classes there on Sundays uh, at 10 a.m. So mainly related to like CrossFit, uh, but uh, it's just skill work. But uh, yeah, I also 
I also sub for some classes, so other CrossFit classes sometimes or other boot camp classes. Awesome to hear. Uh, yeah, so and I'm pretty sure you'll see me soon in the weeks or months to come. So yeah, I'll be exciting. I'll, I'll give. I'm gonna start it. I'm gonna do it. CrossFit. Add it to my my profile. Jiu-Jitsu and CrossFit. I think they're gonna go well hand in hand. It's gonna change me, make me even more deadly. I hope. So yeah. Maya, I want to say, <laughs> I want to say thank you again for yeah, hopping yeah, on today. For sure. It was a pleasure. You are a rock star. You're an inspiration to women for sure. It's it's nuts. Like I can't. Even, I you guys have to see her on Instagram. It's nuts the things in, this morning you did like something like bouncing on a block. I could probably do it, but I would fall. But I could do it. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good one. Bye. Thank you, Bye. Michael.